chances are you have some over-the-counter medications at home, but you might not know there are some do's and don'ts for using them properly and safely. Here to talk about them is Janine O'Donnell, the Senior Director of Pharmacy and Medical Operations at St. John's Riverside Hospital. This is Riverside Radio HealthCast, the podcast from St. John's Riverside Hospital. I'm Cheryl Martin. Janine, so glad you're on to give us some practical tips for handling common household medications. So first, where is the best place to store your medications at home, Janine? So contrary to popular belief, keeping medications in the bathroom medicine cabinet is actually not the best place. The main reason for this is due to damp and warm conditions in the bathroom from taking showers or washing your hands. So really the best place to keep your medications are in a cool, dry place. If you live alone with no pets or children, this could be done on your nightstand or on top of your dresser in your bedroom. You just want to make sure you avoid direct sunlight. But if you do have pets or kids at home, you want to keep your medication out of reach. So a high kitchen cabinet away from the stove is the best place to store medication. Great. I'm glad you cleared that up. So what are the common side effects of taking over-the-counter medications? Since most medications go through the digestive system, the most common side effects are always GI-related. That's why you see nausea, constipation, and diarrhea often listed as side effects for medication. Another common side effect is drowsiness. So my advice is to whenever you start taking a new medication, you should be aware of the most common side effects. And if you experience anything unusual, you should always check with your pharmacist or a physician to see if the medication can be causing it. So over-the-counter medications are considered safe. So I assume that it is okay to take them every day. Is that correct? That is not correct. Almost all over-the-counter medications have a max duration listed on the package. It is important that you read the information on the package and follow it appropriately. You never want to take more than indicated or for longer than recommended. If you reach the max duration and you are still experiencing the symptoms you are trying to treat, you should reach out to your physician before continuing. The two most common medications that are taken for longer than recommended are laxatives and nasal sprays. Laxatives can cause malnutrition if they're taken longer than recommended because you're not able to absorb the nutrients as the food you eat passes through your body too quickly. It could also disrupt the electrolyte balance on your body, which can lead to severe conditions. So if you suffer from chronic constipation, you should speak with your doctor for other medication options. Also, overuse of nasal sprays can lead to tissue damage inside the nose, which leads to more stuffiness, which leads you to take more nasal spray. So you always want to make sure you follow the nasal spray directions to prevent this from happening. I'm glad you brought this up about laxatives because I think there are people who assume it's okay, especially if your doctor has not given you orders for taking a laxative, that it's actually okay on a regular basis to take laxatives. No, you should always follow up with your doctor if you're going to be using over-the-counter medications longer than what's listed on the package insert because they can cause damage to your system. So can someone become addicted to over-the-counter medications? 
Yes, and learning to spot an over-the-counter drug addiction is often difficult because people don't think of them as addictive because they're so easy to purchase. But the truth is drug addiction, whether it's over-the-counter or prescription, can change the brain's chemistry over time, and the user builds up a tolerance to the drugs, needing more of the substance to get the previous effects. The most common over-the-counter medications that people become addicted to or it could be abused, are cough medicines, cold medicines, and motion sickness pills. All three of those can cause hallucinations and lead to psychedelic properties, which makes the patient become addicted. So what should you do if you suspect that someone has overdosed? So if you find a family member unresponsive or having difficulty breathing, the very first thing you want to do is call 911 immediately. If the victim is not breathing, you want to administer rescue breathing by pinching their nose and blowing into their mouth. If they resume breathing, you would place them on their side and stay with the person until the ambulance arrives. But if you are living with someone who is prescribed chronic painkillers or you suspect you're living with someone who has a drug abuse problem, you should be prepared for the situation and obtain a naloxone kit to keep at home in case of the overdose. Naloxone helps to restore breathing that has been slowed by the overdose, and it works very quickly and provides enough time for emergency responders to arrive. There are a few ways to obtain naloxone. It is now available without a prescription at many pharmacies here in New York State. Also, the health department offers naloxone training to adults who live or work in Westchester County. And if you participate in the training, you not only learn how to administer the medication, but also how to obtain a kit. Now, what if a child accidentally takes your medications? So if you suspect or know that your child has taken your medication, you should immediately call Poison Control. And I'm going to give you that number, 1-800-222-1222. They're the best able to provide you on next steps depending on what substance was ingested by the child. And again, if you find that the child is unresponsive or having difficulty breathing, your very first phone call should be to 911. Now, I've often wondered about this. Is it safe to continue taking medications after the expiration date? For most medications, if it is slightly over the expiration date, it is probably safe, but the recommendation is to always dispose of all your medication once it reaches the expiration date. It loses potency, and that is why the expiration date is listed on there. So if you take medications that are expired, you won't be getting the full effect of the dose. I'm glad you brought up disposal. So what's the best way to get rid of your medications, especially since you don't want to hurt the environment? The best way to dispose of unused or expired medicines, whether they be prescription or over-the-counter, is to drop the medications at a drug take-back site. So most pharmacies either offer the service or would be able to refer you to a drop-off location. Westchester residents can also make an appointment to bring drugs in their original container or a sealed plastic bag to the County Household Material Recovery Facility, which is located at 15 Woods Road in Valhalla. I'm also going to provide a phone number, um, 914-813-5425, which you would be able to call for more information or to make an appointment.
Another disposal question that we often get is, how do I get rid of sharps, such as needles, syringes, and lancets? So it's important to dispose of these safely for the safety of the user, but also for the sanitation workers who handle the trash. So the best way to dispose of sharps is to find a leak-proof, shatter-proof, and puncture-proof container with a screw cap. So a really good example of something that you could find in your home would be a container used for laundry detergent. So you want to clearly label the outside of it sharps, and then you want to place all your sharps in the container after use. When the container is full, you could tape the cap on, and then you could bring it to a local hospital or nursing home for disposal. Janine, thanks so much for providing some vital information on how to safely use common household medications. Janine O'Donnell is the Senior Director of Pharmacy and Medical Operations at St. John's Riverside Hospital. If you have questions about your medications, please call our pharmacy department at 914-964-4317. That's 914-964-4317. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with others and check out other episodes of Riverside Radio HealthCast, the podcast from St. John's Riverside Hospital.